M-I-S-S me with the drama. Well, hello and welcome to Mistreated, the podcast centered around building confidence for healthy, loving relationships. Thank you for joining me. I trust that we're all feeling Fabergé. And as a side note, if you're unable to personally relate to some parts of the message, then those parts are not for you. Please only accept the parts that you resonate with and leave the rest behind. Please and thank you. Let's jump right into the message. Divine Goddess, thank you for always being present. Always continue to keep me safe and well protected. I ask that you allow my hand, hard words, and the cards to be a very positive message and bring truth for Jason's name. Amen, amen, amen. All right, so. Let's see. Ooh, this is going to be good. Um, the first card that came out was Master in Disguise. Oh, so that just made me, ooh, ooh. That just made me excited. No, I was playing. I was going to make somebody expose. I was playing. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Master in Disguise is here. So this is somebody who is a... um. They could it could be two ways, all right? We're gonna look at it, we're gonna look at it from both way from both angles. Alright. So it could be that it's someone who actually has full potential and is humble enough to um be down to earth, okay? And or we can look at it as someone who just who just they're always up to something. They're always mischievous, they always got like some kind of shit going on. I'm excuse my language, but just somebody who 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 always got like um uh, a vendetta. And you may call me V. <laughs> somebody who like you know they play games, they immature, they lie, they manipulate, they deceitful. You know they're emotionally unavailable. They toxic. They keep secrets. You know, they're real, like, confusing. Um, somebody who has, like, you know, negativity. You know, we, we could go on and on and on and on. But we're about to find out who this person is. You know what I'm saying? When somebody is a master in disguise, too, though, they, they, they come across as, like, a master manipulator. Somebody who, um, they just always... They just always they do everything for something. Like if 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 they if they if they if they do something for you, there's a motive behind that. You know what I'm saying? Like that's a master in disguise. Somebody who likes to use certain tactics to get what they want instead of just being upfront. You know what I'm saying? But there's a specific way how you have to be upfront. Let me put that out there because everybody don't know that. They're like wording is everything, right? An associate told me, a friend of mine told me, um, but even with that, there are certain ways that you have to position what you're saying with certain people, right? So yeah, wording is everything, but that's not the whole truth. You have to be able to speak that person's language, so to speak. So if you know this person um, is more like elevated and they're more intellectual like don't come at them with no little side stuff you gotta not really like pretend you know but rephrase things that they would understand you know what i'm saying 
but it has to be like you know and when people say okay well speak the language of this person you have some people that are are naturally fun they're naturally entertaining they're naturally um charismatic you know they, they're entertainment type of people and then you have some people that are straight to the point they're directors they're straight to the point they're up and down they're going to tell you exactly what they want this 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 and this and that's how you have to handle those people that's what I mean. Speak the language that they understand. You got some people that um, their personality is very passive aggressive. You know, they, they, they may not tell you up front, but they really have an issue with you, but they're not going to tell you. They're going to like do little things to make it seem like they upset with you and stuff. You got some people like that. And then you got some people that are like, you know, just bold with it. You know, they'll just tell you. And you have to speak the language of the personality type of the person that you're talking to. So, you know, and I feel like Master in Disguise may get a bad rap because they just they just lack the awareness of how to speak to people how to treat people how to talk to people um they just lack the people person department they, they're just not very good in that and and maybe they're out to do something uh to get something back in return and they're not necessarily trying to harm you but they don't realize the actions that they take or the actions that they they pretend to do hurt you in a way you know it's, it's it's a deeper type of hurt it's like okay it's more of like a betrayal yeah giving and receiving is here mm -hmm. so this person has a hard time understanding giving and receiving equally what that means is if i may not have I may not have um, $50,000 in the bank, but you go and you purchase me a car, right? As a, for me to be able to give and receive to you properly, so it could be equally reciprocated, I will do everything that I can to express I appreciate or that I recognize what you've given me, right? Example, you buy me a car. I don't have $50,000 to equally purchase you a car, right? But instead, hey, would you like me to go grocery shopping for you? But instead, hey, um, I'm washing my car. Can I wash yours too? Or, hey, um, uh, I paid your car note for you. Right? So there's other ways that you can equally express and reciprocate things to other people that may not have to be like an equal transaction, but it's an equal emotional transaction, if, if I'm saying that right. All right, divine guidance. What else does the collective need to know? Please and thank you. Please and thank you. <laughs> all right so this person you know kind of operates in like a, um right which is like a lot of master in disguise they use 
they use everything that they do and they expect it in return the same exact way. Like they don't understand, like it, 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 it gives them, they don't understand that it's not about receiving it the same exact way. It's about what are, what is it the other person is willing to give you? What is it the other person is willing to do from their heart? It just means more, you know, it has more meaning to it when someone gives you something from their heart, right? But when you expect it, you set yourself up for disappointment because you're expecting something that might not ever happen. Because you, you know, when you give something, there's always, um, when it's a master in disguise, you know, cause giving and receiving is here. So this is the law of love, which is, um, I believe I want to say it's the crown chakra. Let me get, hold on. Hold on. The law of love is. We know the law of love is the heart chakra, right? But let's dig a little bit deeper in that. So I'm just going to get my little notes that I had. I want to say the law of love is the crown chakra, but I want to be absolutely effing sure. could find my paper like don't do this to me right now omg we're not even getting close oh okay yes we are i take that back sorry um yeah so yeah the law of love is the cosmic and earth gateway we'll talk about that another Day. that's part of the chakra system um, there's 114 chakras they normally put seven and the reason they do that is because there's levels to each chakra so yeah you may start with fear but there's three levels to fear right um, so that you can become truly fearless they may end with love but there's three levels four levels to love actually right so um, it's difficult, but like I said, I have a workbook. It's a, for those who free write or for those who meditate or for those who just want to work on themselves, I have a, um, a, a designed a chakra meditation workbook with like self probing questions that includes healing affirmations. You can edit it, you can print on it or print, you know, print it out and reuse it over and over, which is available for purchase on my website, mistreated.com. But yeah, the law of love is the 13th law of universal laws, and it is cosmic and the earth gateway. That's the crown chakra and the, yeah, the earth gateway chakra, which is below your feet. Mm-hmm. Which is below your feet. So there's two. You've got the Earth Gateway, which is the Gaia. And then you have the Earth Star. Okay. And then it's the base. And it goes from bottom up. And then you got your root, which is crown. So technically, the crown chakra is the ninth chakra on the board coming from the bottom up. Right? 
technically, but because that's why there's three levels to fear because those are hidden if you don't do your research. But anyways, like I said, the law of love is here. So if you don't understand love, just the basics of love, it's going to be difficult for you to be able to give and receive. On the flip side, this could be someone who's humble. Like I said, someone who, you know, they have a lot of potential or they have a lot of, um, you know, they just have a lot of accomplishments, a lot of personal accomplishments, a lot of achievements in the world. And they just, you know, they're just not boasty. You know what I'm saying? So they may come across as a master in disguise, right? And they're understanding how to unlock their heart's desires with giving and receiving. So on the flip side, this could just be someone who's very humble, who's very, um, you know, who's very humble, who just understands the law of love. You're right. There's 13 universal laws. Pull them up so you can study them and learn what those universal laws are. Right. All right. But etheric chords is here as well. And harvest. Mm -hmm. So on the flip side, the master in disguise could have something that they're attached to. It could, this definitely leaves me the impression, like I said, the crown chakra was here for the law of love and the heart chakra. It's mostly giving me the impression of the crown chakra because the heart chakra, they understand how to give and receive. They know, they already know how to do that. But like I said, love is more than just one level to it. Love is, you know, giving and receiving. Love is unconditional. Love is also sacrificial. Love is also authentic, right? Love is also self-love. So there's like levels to love. And this particular person, they understand how to give and receive, but their ego is in the way. What is ego? Ego is the unhealthy side of you that expects to be treated a certain way, expects things to happen a certain way, and expect um, certain things to go a certain way. Ego is the unhealthy, controlling side of you that wants control, that wants, um, just wants what they want. You know what I'm saying? Whatever that may be. So this particular person uh, operates in a master of disguise because their ego is the disguise. All right, Divine, what else you want me to say? Please and thank you. What else? Mm -hmm. So um, creativity came out. So like I said, on the flip side, there's, there's one side, because we're going to look at this both sides, like I said in the beginning. There's one side where this person, you know, they just, they just, you know how you see some people, they like, like, like Warren Buffett, for instance, he's like rich, you know what I'm saying? He's like filthy rich, but he's like the coolest dude you would meet, right? You would never think if you didn't know who he was by face, you know what I'm saying? You would never think this man got all the money he does because he's a very humble type of dude, right? Just for example, that's a master in disguise. 
right? They know how to operate and hide what they have as a benefit for themselves, right? And then you also have the master in disguise that knows how to operate and hide things for the benefit of themselves in a selfish way. But also new beginning is here. So on the flip side, for the one that knows how to operate in a disguise to benefit themselves, they've got creativity, they've got harvest, they've also have um, seasons and due time, new change, um, new beginnings. Then you have the one that operates where they want something in return, you know, they expect something in return with their ego, they are attached to people, places, and things. They're, they have an earthly attachment to people, places, and things, as opposed to understanding that life changes, people change, feelings change. Sometimes things happen that you don't understand and you have to be aware and allow yourself to surrender to letting things flow naturally. If, if let's say for the example of the car, if you buy someone a car, before you purchase the car, you already have in your mind that this person may not reciprocate your love, right? But you do it anyway because you just you just love that person very much, right? Um, and that doesn't happen. You have to be comfortable and strong enough in yourself to accept that and still love the person. And still, if you do, still operate from a place of love right just don't do that so it's this is all about like um practicing your ego the ego has three levels to it as well because you've got your you've got your ego that expects people to treat you a certain way okay then you've got the ego that doesn't believe that there's a higher power out there. So they want the control, right? Then you've got the ego that is attached to like per people, places, and things. They're attached to like um, gluttony and greed mostly. So like this is someone who's very selfish, very greedy, very gluttonous. Um, someone who... who who just wants everything off of themselves. They don't want to share. They don't want to, if you don't do it a certain way, then they don't got no words for you. If you don't, if you don't operate how they think you're supposed to operate, like you're horrible, you're bad, you this, you that. Like they'll always come up with a way to tell and convince themselves that you don't care or you don't love them because you won't get, that's just what the ego does, Right. Um, the ego will manipulate you in thinking that, you know, those types of things that this person, oh, well, you gave them this. They didn't see this. Why I don't, you know, this is why I don't, um, that's what you call confirmation bias. So you only believe information that is negative or information that pertains to you. Right. And that's what the ego does. It only gives you the information that pertains to you and it leaves out the positive side. So that's why you have to be very careful of the ego. It's the same expression of um, a beast. That's where they get that expression from. Because the ego is a beast. Right? And it's all about um, getting your ego to 
you know, be a sleeping beauty for a minute. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like, don't wake up a sleeping beast. If, if you can just operate or understand that you have two sides to your ego, you've got a healthy ego and you have a unhealthy ego. When you understand that you have and you can recognize the unhealthy part of your ego, you will begin to see that it wasn't very negative at all. You know, that person probably just didn't, don't understand it. Like you, the healthy ego in you will re remind you the positive aspects of the situation. The unhealthy ego reminds you of the negative aspects of the situation. That's why it's very important to recognize your ego. If you have one, um, you know, start working on those things that will cause you to feel bad in the long run, because the ego is all about the self. The ego is all about um, just being, you know, greed and it's all about gluttony. It's all about selfishness. Um, it's all about me, 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 me. If you don't do it for me, 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 then you don't love me. If you don't do it for me, 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 then you don't care. If you don't do it for me, 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 then I'm not going to do it for you. If you don't do it for me, 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 then I'm not going to like still treat you the same way because you didn't give me me, 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 me. And they're not saying it from a physical aspect. They're saying it because they're attached to the outcome. They're attached to thinking that, okay, if I do this, then I'm going to get this. This is what the ego will tell them. Oh, if I do this, I'm getting this. If I do this, I'm getting that. If I do this, I'm getting this. Master in disguise. The ego. Divine Goddess, what else? I know there's two energies on the board. On the flip side, you have someone who has a healthy ego. Someone who uses um, the positive side of their ego to remind them positive aspects of who they are, right? You figuring out what triggers your ego, that's your job, right? That's your job in life to figure out what triggers your ego, what causes your ego to like trip. You know what I'm saying? I know for me, all I'm saying, that's all I'm saying is... Don't wake up a sleeping beast, okay? Just don't, because my, my stuff is volcanic, okay? So I know better than to, and I've learned how to work on it, and I also have learned how to um, avoid triggers, right? So even if someone, even if someone were to trigger me because you have people that do provoke you right which is which is in the bible the bible says don't provoke so if they want to provoke then that's on them you know what i'm saying you don't woke up a speak a sleeping beast don't get mad when the outcome comes the way you don't want right so you have some people that do that and they they'll get punished for doing stuff like that but i'm just talking about like a regular conversation you know somebody just want to kind of um you know, you're just having a regular conversation that two human beings have sometimes. Then, you know, I've learned that most of the time when people are angry at you, they're not angry at you. They're angry at whatever situation they got going on, going on 
or whatever's going on with their family or whatever the case. So you just kind of don't take it personal. I've been in customer service 25 years, so I've learned how to not take things personal, right? What else? Thank you. Mm-hmm. Oh, plot twist. Ooh, plot twist in here. So really, so really, this master in disguise on both ends are very tender-hearted. So they operate in this disguise because they're, they're so sensitive to the point where if you touch them the wrong way, they get, they, they get like, you know, tender hearted. And so what they've done is they've used being in disguise as a shield to protect them from situations that they are too sensitive. Like these are very highly sensitive people right so you got one that operates in an unhealthy way um and then you have another one that operates in a healthy way the healthy way it con the ego constantly says hey great job you're doing great like the ego is constantly saying the healthy ego is constantly saying you're doing great good job look at all the accomplishments you've made look at all the things that you've endured that you've sacrificed that you've overcome i'm so proud of you keep doing it you're doing an amazing job at living life and then you have the unhealthy ego that's constantly saying see that's the reason why i don't give them nothing see i told you she wasn't gonna da 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 or i told you he wasn't gonna da 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 right or I, I see what I'm saying. That's why we don't fool with people like that. That's why I don't mess with so-and-so and so-and-so, right? That's the unhealthy ego. But both of them operate in disguise. One is just healthy and one is unhealthy. But both of them are tenderhearted. One person has learned, the unhealthy person has learned to use their unhealthy ego to cope with their tenderheartedness. And then you have the other person that has a healthy ego that has learned how to cope with their tenderheartedness as a benefit for them and others. Big difference. Big difference. Because we all have an ego. We all have a healthy ego. We all have an unhealthy ego. I would say like 90% of people that I've bumped into operate in an unhealthy ego. Even including myself before I started working on me. Right? So that's how I can pick it out because, you know what I'm saying? I operated like that too before. So none of us are exempt. We all going through the same thing in life, just at different times and different scenarios. But it's the same thing. Divine Goddess, what else? See, I'll be trying to stay under 30 minutes. I'm sorry. Whoever just have an issue with 30 minutes and above, I'm so sorry. Listen, it is what it is. I got I to gotta keep going. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate your time, but uh, if you got to go, you got to go and listen to it later.
goodness, what else? Oh my goodness, crown chakra trying to fall out. Flipped over. Mm-hmm. Mm, mm, mm. So that's confirmation letting you know that it's the crown chakra. It has a lot to do with crown chakra, has a lot to do with ego attachments. Right? Most people who are egoic, they end up they end up coming across um selfish. I don't think they mean to. I think they just aren't aware that of the damage that they cause um, and how they come across, right? Um, and, and a lot of people who who operate in attachments experience lack somewhere or the lack thereof. They experience like deprivation in an area maybe, or they just completely experienced a lot of lack. So most of the time they end up being attached to whatever um, whatever area that they operate in in disguise, they're attached. So they could be just attached to people. You got some that are attached to things. You have some that are attached to um, places, right? It's just all about where is your health, where is your unhealthy trigger? All right, peace of mind is here. So the dominating energy on the board is actions require action, forward movement, habits, and behaviors. Yep. This is how this person operate. Like I say, they are master in disguise, honey. This is how they operate. They ain't playing around. Playing around with you. But they, they can be, they can come across too, and they can be master manipulators. So you have to be very careful when you recognize that someone has an ego. You have to be very careful with operating with them because um they like control. They like control. And I, I, I can't stand that. You know what I'm saying? I ran away at 15 because I can't deal with the control. You see what I'm saying? Like, it was already in me that I just, the control part, don't try to control my life. You know what I'm saying? I get it now being older, but I, I, have, a, I have a problem with someone trying to snatch my experience of life that God gave me. And that's what that's what emotional manipulators do. That's what master in disguise do when it's an unhealthy ego. That's what they do. So being able to recognize it, um, how can you recognize someone who has an unhealthy ego? Like I said, control. They want to control everything. They want to control, they want to control where you go. They want to control how long you're going to be there. They want to control who you with. They want to control like, um, you know, how you move. They want to control how you would know. They may not upright tell you. They may not upright tell you, but their actions will tell you. Right? Actions speak louder than words, but their actions will say, hmm. Like, you took me to go here, but you acting funny. Or, like, we supposed to be going dancing, and I put on, like, a cute dress, and you got an attitude because I'm dancing? Like, what's your problem? That's how you know. One thing, too, um, my spirit guide just said, is very subtle. 
So you gotta be, you gotta pay attention to it. But basically, it's just two tender-hearted people that operate one in a healthy way and one in another health, unhealthy way. That's it. That's all it is. Excuse the background noise. All right. Um, oh, plot twist. Like I said, there is a king here. It could be also a uh, um, so this could be for the healthy, the healthy person that has the healthy ego. Mmm. Mmm. I like a healthy ego now. Mmm. There's an enlightened um, there's an enlightened king king here which could be a divine um it could be a divine feminine that operates more like masculine a little bit i hate to do ladies like that but you have some women that are like that like for example um mama d she's a, she's feminine but she operates in a masculine energy that's just her right um, so it could be like a female like that, or it could legit be a king of hearts. And we all know what that means. So also thick, physically pretty, physically handsome is here as well. All right, so let me go ahead and pull out my um my romance deck. But first, let's see. Mhm. Mm yeah. So like I said, the um the Joker card is here, so that just kind of lets me know, like, you know, there's two different energies on the board that confirms that and just tells you that the person may just operate in a t because they're tender-hearted and they use disguise to cover that up, which is their ego, and they don't understand that, you know, it's more doing more damage than good to people and themselves. So, getting into a healthy ego, how do you get into a healthier ego? Um... You just have to release expectations. It takes time to understand what that really truly means, but you have to you have to be able to release expectation. Release the fact that he may not ever marry you. Release the fact that this person is not coming back. Release the fact that um you thought you were supposed to be treated a certain way by your family. Release the fact that um you thought certain things was going to go another way. What are you going to be able to do about it? At the end of the day, when you think about it, what is it that you will be able to do to prevent it? What could you have done to prevent it? If you can answer that question, please share it with me. So that way I can fix a few things in the past. You know what I'm saying? 
we're supposed to be pulling our um our romance deck first let's do that real quick Divine connection, right, reciprocity. See, when you operate in a healthy ego, guess what happens? You get more. You get more than what you could ever imagine because, okay, when you operate in a healthy ego, you're so positive and you're so loving and you're so giving that people will give you things in abundance because, right, you never ask for anything in return and they can see it right and they and you deserve it but when you operate like a master in disguise always expecting something always you just get you get the bare minimum because nobody can see that you deserve everything you 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 asking for everything you want so what else could you want why why would you want more when you come across as oh if i do this for you i want this okay i'm going to give it to you and then you're going to still feel empty because, <laughs> because it's not, it's not from the heart. It's not given to you. It's not given to you in abundance. It's like, if I'm, if I'm with someone, right. Um, going back to the car scenario, if I'm with someone and they purchase a car for me and when they purchase the car, they, um, you know, they're like, okay, here, I purchased you a car. Now, an unhealthy ego would just be like, all right, cool. But a healthy ego will say, hey, you know what? You actually, you know what? Would you like, did you want me to go to the grocery store while I'm out? Oh, um, I'm actually fixing something for dinner. You know, do you want to come over for dinner and we can, you know, have a candlelight dinner? Or... I'm washing my car. Can I come and get your car so it could get washed too? I have this great spot that I want you to try. Right? Because you get more back giving and receiving. Like I said, it was here. So you get more back from not expecting as opposed to expecting. So, you know, just kind of relax. It's coming. Nothing but hearts on the board so far. Um, so that's the dominating energy. It was first clubs, which is Aries, Leo, Sagittarius, but it is no longer. So this person can have the opportunity to change just the way they're thinking. The way you're thinking will change your ego. You, you will have what's called, um, you know, put your ego to sleep and just kind of like, you know, go over there for a little while. Like... <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't need you right now. You know, now there are some instances where you do need to be real with it. You know what I'm saying? If it's a negative situation, then it's just negative. You know what I'm saying? But at least you gave it a fair shot to try. Um, and there are instances where you need to listen to your ego saying, hey, you know, this person right here, they, and it may come across that way. And you, that's when you listen to it. But Put the ego to sleep because, like I said, the king is here. So when you're ready to let go of it, harvest will come. Creativity will come. <coughs> Excuse me. Seasons will come. 
Love will come, right? Peace of mind will come, right? Divine connection will come. Reciprocity will come, right? You'll be ready and prepared to meet opportunities. You'll be ready to love again, right? I said that card was trying to pop out. It came out on its own. You'll be ready to, to love again in a solid relationship. You'll be ready to give and receive the right way. Hey, you've got to let go of the ego in order for you to love. Like That's what I was saying. Love is like three level, four levels so far that I came across. And love is like a, a makeup of 50 words. On the internet, it's like two, two words that they put on the internet. Affection and attention or something like that. And you have to dig. You know what I'm saying? This is why nobody knows what it is. They want the world to stay stuck in fear. They want the world to stay stuck in not understanding love. Because once you do, everything changes for you. So anyways, this is beautiful. Somebody's going to have peace of mind, which is peace of mind. When you let go of your ego, it's, it's peace of mind altogether. Because you don't have something telling you negative things all the time. You know, but, um, yeah, this person wants to create partnerships. Creativity is here. Mm. So it's a second chance. So, you know, if you're able to practice the law of love, you know, that's, that's the divine gateway. Practice the law of love, practice giving and receiving, practice releasing, surrendering, and letting go. Practice forgiveness. Forgiveness has a lot to do with the ego. You know, forgive yourself for just holding on to things that are of earthly possessions. Because think about it. Everything, everyone, and everywhere comes from a place of love. It all belongs, it all belongs to love anyways. So there's no reason for you to hold on to it. If it was all gone tomorrow, let's just say, i.e., okay? This is just an example. This is not specifically somebody. But let's just say everything was gone. Your house burnt down. Kids are gone. Nope, just nothing. You just nothing. What would you, what would you do? What would you do? Everything belongs to God. Everything, everyone, and everywhere. So you don't have a choice but to release the expectation because it's not for you to control. You know, your job in life is to live life every day the best you can, to love other people the best you can, and to inspire the people around you the best you can. Everything else is second nature. Everything else is null and void at the end of the day. You know, you expectations... You either can operate in a healthy ego and expect 
great things or you operate in an unhealthy ego and you get whatever you get. Take your pick. Practicing your self-probing questions every single day, your self-reflection questions, so that way you're able to get out of the ego attachment. It can be difficult, so it takes time. Don't beat yourself up because you haven't gotten it right right today or tomorrow or the next day. Give yourself 30 days and challenge yourself to be able to um, allow those detachments to slowly fall off. And, and it will. It will. Just constantly reminding yourself, constantly, and this is the reason why I designed the chakra meditation workbook. So you have actually all of the questions every single day that you can practice every single day. That's all for now. I trust that this reading has helped bring you awareness, clarity, and insight. Be brave enough to remove the band-aid to uncover the emotional wounds so it can heal. Thank you for listening.